Hi everybody, it's Erin and Meg and welcome back to this week's bonus episode of the Love You Mean It podcast. This week it's Halloween week baby. It's, it's spooky season. It's Halloween. <laughs> um, so we're pretty excited he- over here at the Love You Mean It podcast for this event. <laughs> you are so cute. We're just going to be sharing some creepy stories that listeners wrote in and I honestly didn't even read like most of them. I just like screenshotted them. No, I didn't read them either. So it's we're gonna be right along with you reading these. Well, because like nothing's better than when like you're on the podcast and you're like, I mean, obviously I like to get them in advance so that we can read them on the podcast, but then I hate rereading them and then I'm like, I have to like almost fake it. It's just more fun getting the authentic reaction. Yeah, so that's what we're gonna be doing. And Um, obviously we've been we've like our past like what like three weeks we've had guests and so it's yeah. nice to throw in a bonus episode every once in a while to just remind you guys that we're besties and we love to chat we're here oh yeah we're still here we're still here yeah but i guess we could do a little bit of housekeeping so check out the merch like i say every week we are looking to release something pretty big in regards to the merch in the next like couple weeks maybe like you could get it in time for christmas if you wanted to get give a gift to yourself or to other people gift that, that keeps on giving i would say definitely follow us on instagram at love you mean it podcast the link is going to be in the show notes down below and maybe even turn on notifications so that yeah. you'd be able to get notified when meg posts about this secret project yeah um all you guys know what it is it's for right now it's a secret and i can't <laughs> tell you right now because i have to kill you so that's yeah. why her hair is so big it's full of secrets <laughs> Yeah, that's really me right now. But yeah, so just look forward to that. I'm really excited. We're trying to make it really cute and like also affordable. Also so affordable. It's like it's low-key hard out here on these streets, oh but my God, we're trying. It's so hard. Like we obviously wanted to make it like as cheap as possible because like I hate when you when you like love someone and you're like, Oh my god, let me go buy their merch and it's like seventy five dollars for like a you're headband. Like, you're like, bitch, I'm poor. And, like I don't have this money. Yeah, no, I get it. So yeah, anything else? Also, if you guys didn't know, there's a link in the show notes every single episode where you can support the podcast. We of course don't we're not holding you at gunpoint to support us. Us, but we talked about in last week's episode that it would be fun to maybe do like a patreon in the future and so this is kind of just like a stepping stone till then but i guess without further ado we'll get into everybody's favorite segment if you guys are new here this podcast is obviously called the love you mean a podcast and so every single week we have a one like a single segment i guess and we talk about what we're loving and what we're hating every week and as always meg goes first so what i'm hating this week it's kind of political, but like get over it because it's political season. I'm hating Amy Coney Barrett and how she got like nominated to the Supreme Court. It just sucks because like going from Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who's like literal a, a woman's champion to someone that is the complete opposite and will try to undo everything that rbg did it's just like really disappointing to see that like we're going backwards i just like i don't know i watched some of her senate hearings and i just like i don't really i don't know i tried to go into it with an open mind but like i don't know she just kind of rubs me the wrong way and i feel like she doesn't have like the best intentions for people and i feel like her religion like gets in a way it gets in the way of her like judging and interpreting the law separation of church and state for thank a you. reason thank you i know she said in the past that like she lets god judge her cases so that's oh. exactly what you're not supposed to do you're supposed to interpret the law like are you and the precedent yeah. so i'm just kind of confused i don't know i'm just scared for what the future holds i don't really know what's gonna happen it's just like 
I mean, you kind of said it all. It's just kind of really disheartening. <laughs> but somebody's like, oh, like another thing at 2020. Yeah, just, like, like it, just shat on us. It literally just cannot get worse. But I saw someone post on Instagram, or I think it, they post like a tweet to Instagram mm-hmm. or something. And Meg and I are obviously like, I would consider us pretty big feminists. Yeah. But they were talking about how like being a feminist isn't just being like, oh, I want women to win, or like I want women to like succeed. It's like acknowledging that obviously not every single woman is going to be perfect or right for the role it's like she's stepping on the back of women in the past to get to where she is now and she doesn't belong there period yeah and like i just don't think that i just i just think there are so many better candidates out there like not even just the fact that she's a republican but it's just like the fact that she's so religious i feel like that's just like a conflict of interest and like you shouldn't be a judge if you rely that heavily on your faith Mm mm-hmm so i don't know that's like, just me but. i mean like you said separation of church and state clearly she's not listening yeah that's what like kind of bothers me like when people say like when politicians say like god bless america i'm oh like god. not everyone believes in that and you shouldn't like force your religion on people mm-hmm. so it's just kind of frustrating but i don't know what are you hating erin as we say every single week yours are always like really intense slash like political slash like right and mine are like so superficial but what i'm hating this week are my nightmares i don't really know what's been going on i think it's because meg and i have been watching a like a scary or spooky movie every single night it was like what 13 days of halloween Mm -hmm. and we watched a bunch and we still have a few left and i'm so excited we're watching a really creepy one after this and i'm really excited but i've just been having really bad nightmares i think it's because like I think I've talked about in the podcast before that the dreams that I have are often realistic and like they're often like things that could actually happen to me and so I read this article that Natalie Barbu shared on Instagram and it was about this guy who fell into one of like what are they called in New York City the like just like the grates it sounded like a great i thought it was like a i almost want to say like sinkhole but i know that's not what it is it's basically like just those doors that are in like the sidewalk so you guys have all seen them in pretty much every city you walk in there's going to be like this gate or like door almost that like you you step over all the time well apparently in new york city some guys stepped on one and he fell through and he landed into like a mountain of rats and he didn't scream because he was afraid that they would go into his mouth guys that 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 should have yeah. been the spooky story that yeah. we told <laughs> oh my god and so the other night like not last night but the night before i had a dream that like meg told us that there were rats in our apartment and like she had texted me but like i woke up and like i said my dreams are so realistic like pretty much every night i lose a dream like i know that i'm in a dream and like i can do what i want in it i don't know like i literally check i woke up and checked my phone because i was like did meg really text me and then i like went out into the kitchen because in my dream like she had like tape pulled the oven out and was like oh there's a rat and so i said it's a rat <laughs> is that real <laughs> is that literally how i felt <laughs> and i looked into the kitchen and like there was nothing there and I was like, okay, I'm fine. And then last night, I had another nightmare. And, like, I was so scared that, like, I woke up in the middle of the night and, like, locked my bedroom door. So, um, clearly, I'm going through it. I don't really know what's up. It's not even like I've been taking, like, melatonin or anything. I would have bad dreams. But that's just what I'm hating this week. I'm still sleeping, like, a good amount and, like, sleeping well. I'm just waking up in the middle of the night and locking my, my bedroom door. And as Meg reminded me, like that would do anything if there were ghosts here. Aaron's like, I still see the shadows in my room. <laughs> okay, that's how I feel at 4 a.m. Alexa, like, please play, play Lucid Dreams by Juice World. Oh. 
R.I.P. Yeah. But what are you loving this week? What I'm loving this week is actually a mask. So John's mom gave it to me. If you don't know who John is, that's my boyfriend. But she gave me this Tory Burch mask and it's like so soft. Like it's honestly the best material I've used for a mask. Like it's so breathable. And you know how sometimes like when you have it on like a weird way and you breathe through your mouth, it like goes in your mouth. Yeah, and you like choke on it. It didn't do that at all. It like doesn't do that. So I'm like, okay, word. But it also has like little adjusters on the ears, which is great. And yeah, I don't know. It's just a really great mask. I like the colors, the pattern on it. Yeah. And like, if you didn't know, Meg's like the blonde half to this podcast. And Erin speaking is the brunette half. A brunette and a blonde with an inseparable blonde. She says that all the time and it's my ick factor. I know. But like, so obviously Meg, well, I mean, I guess not obviously because sometimes blonde people have brown eyes. But the Tory Burch mask just really brings out the blue in her eyes. Thank you. Yeah, you look really good. So what I'm loving this week is planta. If you guys didn't know, we have a bunch of plants in our apartment. We love them, but we also hate them because they give us a lot of issues, especially with seasons changing, but I digress. I've just been really loving planta. I have a premium membership with them, and I basically pay like $37 a year, which I really don't think is that bad. It's Mm -hmm. like $3 a month. Basically, I just pay that amount and like it tracks the light in your apartment, lets you know when you should water them, mist them, fertilize them, repot them, all this stuff. And it's really great and it gives me really great insight and it teaches me a lot. So I'm really thankful for Planta this, I almost said this year, this week, but I guess it's here because I just discovered it. <laughs> One of the only positive things to come out of 2020. Okay, yeah. But without further ado, we'll just get into the episode. I'm so excited. Once again, thank you to everybody who sent in their responses. I'm going to start off first, starting off first with a shorter one. Somebody sent in, I woke up one morning to tiny footprints on my hardwood floor, starting from the kitchen and ending at the foot of my bed. Um, Tiny footprints? I'm like, so like- I have a lot of questions. So I'm like human footprints, like animal footprints. Like what, what was the, like, is your floor dusty? I know. Like, how do you see the footprints? So like, what was the footprint? Good question. I I don't know. Like, was it dirt? Was it dust? Was there like- blood like i don't like i don't know there's just a lot of questions that i have i know i'm like are you sure it's not a rat like it's a rat like starting from the kitchen to the foot of their bed i don't know is it in your bed yeah question maybe it was you maybe you were sleepwalking you Ugh. got a little hungry went to the kitchen got a little snack went back to your bed i mean it's entirely possible but i don't know maybe you, maybe they have tiny feet i don't know mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, so that one's definitely like kind of weird. I just have more like follow-up questions though. Yeah, very short one, but. So the next one I have is definitely a longer one. But it says, my girlfriend used to have temporary custody of three of her nephews. At this point, we're trying to get them used to sleeping without us in their own shared bed. So whenever they do this, we will walk them back to bed. The middle child wakes me up that night and I walk him back to their room like always. I go back to my girlfriend's room, and a minute later, I hear feet pat, pat, pat outside the door. Ew. I quickly turn around, and he's sitting right behind me. I pick him up and carry him back and lay him back down. As I'm walking out, I fucking hear it right behind me again, pat, pat, pat. So I turn around, and he's still laying down in his room. There's nothing and no one there. I go into the bathroom next to me and shut the door. As soon as it's closed, I hear the footsteps run in front of the door and down around the stairs next to the bathroom i pee back out and everyone's still in bed oh my god y'all i would freak out is he possessed i think so or there's a possession in the house something 
I mean, he said that the kid was in his bed. I don't know. Like, I feel like footprints are pretty, like, unmistakable. Weird. Interesting. Next story that I have, someone sent in. So they said, I had always felt like I was sensitive to this stuff. I had a few things happen in my childhood, came across weird events in the military, things like that, but never anything scary until 2008. <laughs> Me in the recession. Just okay. kidding. I took a road trip from Washington State to Arizona a few years ago. My dad had been fighting congenital heart failure. Oh my God, sorry. Damn. And was on his way out. I wanted to see him before he passed. He passed. We had the funeral. Back to Washington, I went. On the way, I was driving through farmland in the middle of the night. It was pretty dark, but not pitch. My girlfriend at the time had fallen asleep, and I was left with my thoughts and music. As I passed a house, corn crop, and a semi, I had the weirdest feeling ever. Intense anxiety, negative thoughts, and best I can describe is pure dread. The feeling it persisted for a mile or so before it started to die down. As I'm driving, starting to center, I look in my rearview mirror, and the night looks like it gets darker through it. That feeling washed back over me and persisted for many miles. I finally shook it enough to tell what was happening to leave me alone. I've had enough. Fuck off. Slowly, the feeling left, and I was able to loosen my grip on the steering wheel, relax, and breathe. I don't know if it was all the events, my anxiety and grief, or an encounter with a negative entity or demon, but I'll never forget that drive. Since then, sadly, I feel like I've lost that same sense of sensitivity. I feel like everybody's had a moment like that, though, where, like, they've been, like, just doing their thing and, like, they feel bad almost. It's kind of like, yeah. it's kind of like how you feel. Well, like, obviously his dad had already passed, but it's, like, kind of how you feel when, like, I don't know, when, like, something bad happens or, like, when someone passes away and you can, like, feel it. Yeah. You know? I don't know. So my mom started seeing this person around our house that looked exactly like my sister Anna. Like, nothing what you'd think a ghost would look like. She would walk into a room and see what she thought was my sister and then realize no one was actually there. I do believe in the paranormal, but the thought of her actually being a ghost creeped me out. In the back of my mind, I was trying not to believe her. So then my sister Anna started seeing that girl as well. She was in the hallway one day and saw a girl wearing a dress spinning in front of the mirror beside our door. Thinking it was my other sister Mary, she hid to scare her. She kept waiting and was confused about what was taking so long for her to walk by. She came out from the hiding spot and walked towards the mirror and realized that no one was there. Where Anna was hiding, it is physically impossible not to see Mary walk by and leave the room with the mirror. So she was so freaked out. Then one day I was walking into the living room and thought I saw my sister Anna standing at the end of the room on her phone. It looked exactly like her, but I didn't see her face. Her hair was covering her face as she stood looking down at her phone. She was wearing a shirt my sister owned with leggings. I walked out of the room, but all of a sudden I had the most creepy feeling like something didn't feel right. So I walked back into the living room. No, this is literally 10 seconds later and no one was standing there. I was so confused because I didn't hear footsteps walking away. So I start calling out to my sister and she wasn't answering. So I called her and she answered waking up from a nap upstairs in her room. I was so creeped out and the fact that it looked like my sister was so scary. I told my mom after and she said, I told you there's an Anna lookalike ghost. This was happening from February to April last year. And as soon as Easter rolled around, we stopped seeing her. It's so weird. And once around 11 p.m., I was hungry, so I went downstairs to get some food. As I got to the bottom of the stairs, I noticed I could hear someone playing Guitar Hero in the basement. Okay, me. <laughs> my brother lives in the basement, but he wasn't home. So I figured it was my younger brother, but I thought it was weird because he's a major chicken It would never go in the basement by himself to play a game. Okay, me, I hate basements. I still run up the stairs. Yeah. The next morning, I asked my little brother why he was playing by himself alone. Okay, me. <laughs> and he told me he wasn't. 
and my sister confirmed that he was upstairs with her. So my little siblings, being curious, went into the basement and the guitars were all laid out on the floor and in the game system was Guitar Hero. So later that day when my brother got home, I asked him what the last game he played was and he said Call of Duty. So someone put that game in there and put the guitar there. Like, what the fuck? So a few days later, my sister, my mom, and I were all standing in the kitchen talking. No, no one else was home. I was telling my mom about the creepy guitar hero playing Ghost, and all of a sudden, this deep, manly voice yells out my name. It was so loud and freaked out all of us. It sounded like it was mad. Thinking it was my dad calling my name because he got home, I walked over to the door, and no one was there. I opened the door, and no one was outside. Still freaks me out because who the fuck yelled out my name? Okay, oh. obviously that's creepy, but I just think it's so funny that, like, the ghost is playing Guitar Hero. Okay, honestly, yeah. That's, I think that's, like, that's, the best part of the I would story. do that if I was a ghost. I yeah. would be like, could someone play Guitar Hero with me and, like, leave out all like, the instruments? I don't want to play. Be like, but, like, guys, I'll do drums and rock band. <laughs> yeah, does someone want to play rock band with me? Me? So funny. Next one I have. My brother and his girlfriend at the time used to live in an apartment. After his girlfriend's grandmother died, they told me about weird things happening in there. Naturally, I thought they were full of shit and didn't believe them. One day, my family and them were sitting in the kitchen part eating pizza when out of nowhere, the cabinets under the sink started opening and closing. As much as it could go, it had a child lock on it. Then it stopped for a few seconds and did it again. Everyone saw this happen. It took me a while to register what the hell just happened in front of my eyes. We did open the cabinets to check for animals or anything and there was nothing. Then on a different day, my brother left the apartment to talk to someone outside. I'm in the living room and I see the metal string on the fan violently moving back and forth in the kitchen. It didn't make sense because there was no windows or doors open, no AC, heat, no banging room upstairs, etc. Nothing that could possibly make it swing without force on its own. Before this happened, I was turned off by anything paranormal. Ever since the Ghost Hunter show disappointed me with being so believable, yet ultimately so fake. Okay, me. me. But after this, it made me open to the idea again that not everything is explainable. I'm not even sure if what I witnessed was a ghost or just some weird phenomenon that hasn't been found yet, but it was truly amazing to see and made me feel alive in those moments. Okay, me. You guys know, like... I don't know if any of you have seen it, but I mean, Paranormal Activity 2, when like she's in the kitchen and all the cabinets fly open at the same that time, like so that scary. was like the scariest part. And the, the part, like it was literally in the middle of the day. That's what made right? it so scary. Like ghosts will come out during the day. I know, right? I'm like, oh my God, no, they don't. And look at that. Here we are. Okay. So the next one I have is I had just gotten off work and was driving down the highway when I could see someone on the shoulder. As I got closer, I could see a woman with blood on her head and she was yelling what looked like help me. I decided to stop back up. And since I was on a major highway at night, I figured it would be safer to continue and take the next exit so that I could drive back around. As I did this, I called 911 to report it and requested an ambulance. It took me about five minutes to get back, but there was nothing and no one there. Also strange was that this was on a second level highway, so I had originally thought she had climbed up the road via an embankment, but I saw no vehicle or person there. I called 911 back to ask if they had somehow picked her up before I got there, but there's no way that could be possible. They said they put the request in, but I notified them that the woman wasn't there any longer. I just drove home after that, but it was such a strange encounter. Oh my god. That is so scary. Dude, if I literally saw someone, like, on the side of the... That's, like, one of my biggest fears. Because mm-hmm. you hear about people, like, seeing, like, ghosts and stuff, like, 
in the road and then you like swerve to try to and then you look back and like nothing's there yeah like that's actually like i don't know if you guys are familiar with like the warrens but like they're the ones that like did the conjuring Mm -hmm. and like all that stuff they're like a couple in like the 70s primarily that like would do all these like demon ghost like hunting things i guess and like i remember like there's this one cemetery in connecticut called union cemetery Mm -hmm. and it's supposed to like it's supposed to be like really really haunted and active they actually wrote a whole book on just the cemetery and there's supposedly like this ghost that um she's a woman and she's like i think she's called the white lady or something and she wears like this long white gown (laughs) and like people see her all the time like she's walking around in the cemetery like it's closed after sunset the cemetery so like it's technically trespassing yeah we're not promoting illegal activity no but i would love to go there at night but yeah so she's like like allegedly like walks around and stuff and then like there have also been like a lot of car accidents like on the highway because the cemetery is like right next to the highway and people see her like in the road and they have to like like it's like literally crazy yeah Ew. Okay, literally, that makes me think of... I think I told this when we did, the, like, the paranormal episode that we mm-hmm. did, like... It's so cute. Like, 10 months ago. Like, yeah. We're so old now. But we did an ep- a paranormal episode. I'll link it down below for you guys because that was pretty good as well. But we did that episode, and I think I think I talked about it then, but basically, there's, like, this cemetery that's, like, right off of my street. So I don't live on the street, but I'm, like, right off Aaron of it. Erin lives in the cemetery? Yeah, I actually, I actually live underground. I'm a vampire. And there's just, like, rumor that, like, if you drive on that road at night and, like, you look in your rearview mirror that there's, like, a ghost that, like shows up in your rearview mirror and still to this day i refuse to look back i literally am just like like both hands on the wheel like crying also another thing is like have you heard of like the melon heads i think so so like they're so i'm from southwest connecticut i'm not gonna say specifically where but like i just looked it up and like i i thought that they were only like they came from like where i'm from but apparently it's just like there's multiple towns so you guys won't be able to figure it out okay but I am from Southwest Connecticut, like I said, and growing up, there's just, like, forest near us, and we were always taught about, like, the melon heads, and so <laughs> I, I just pulled up an, an article. Um, it's a Wikipedia article, so take that for the, like, take with that what you will, but basically it was... I'm just going to read a little bit and then we'll get back to the stories. So, some legends claim the melon heads would bite or consume whoever entered their territory. Also, the melon heads' territory commonly involves a secluded rustic or dirt road running through it. This is one instance where elements of the legend over time interact and why some actual streets are mistakenly referred to as Dracula Drive. I don't even know how to describe them, but basically they're like deformed country people who keep to themselves are common in like the legend of them. And like basically I just grew up being horrified of them. While the legend of the melon heads is more widely told through Southwest Connecticut, one of several similar legends of deformed or mutated humans can be found in various locations of Fairfield and New Haven County. Oh good. And we were recording this in New Haven, guys. 
They're in American folklore of Michigan and Connecticut. They are being generally described as small humanoids with bulbous heads who occasionally emerge from hiding places to attack people. That's literally me going like, outside. Okay, when we took a tour of like um this this like forest that I was talking about when I was younger, like <laughs> I remember walking through and they were like, Okay, watch out for the mountain heads. I was like, Alright, <laughs> I'm gonna end it on that. Like how scary oh my god. Like this is the first time I've like ever actually looked it up, so I'm like it's kind of interesting actually reading it. But I have a really long story now, guys, so buckle in. I've never really encountered a scary ghost experience. I obviously know ghosts can wish harm, but I believe the ghost that briefly haunted my house was someone in my family. T. Also, that's kind of a con like a point. I'm like, do you think that like sometimes when people get haunted, is it by like things like things or people that they know? Or, like, do you think it's, like, demons? I mean, I feel like mostly in movies and stuff, it's demons. I feel like you would know if you were being haunted by a demon. Yeah. Because I feel like the signs are, like, different than, like, yeah. a ghost. Like, I feel like ghosts don't really, like, hurt you. Yeah. Like, they might, like, fuck with you. Yeah. But, like, they don't, like, actually, like, scratch you or, like, kill you or anything. Yeah. Like, I mean, or yeah, like, you. it must be nice to know that at least if your house is being haunted, but that it's by someone you know. Yeah. You right. know? It started my freshman year of high school when my sister had this about four foot tall doll. Ew. Oh, okay, there's the red flag. Brother, how old was your sister? <laughs> my room is at the end of a small hallway and there's a bathroom on one of the hallways walls leading to my room, if that makes any sense. She would always set her doll by the bathroom door. Tell her to stop. Okay, Annabelle. <laughs> shit that movie's so good um the second one was okay the first yeah. one though i thought was really good i know one morning i left for school and the doll's body was facing forward but its head was looking at my door ew i thought it was creepy so i moved the head's position went downstairs <laughs> and went about my day when i got home however it was facing my door again um i calmly asked my stepdad if he'd been upstairs at all that day and he said no i also came home from school before my siblings so they wouldn't have moved it either after a while i told my family about it and from there they moved it to mess with me but there was a noticeable difference from the times it supposedly moved itself and the times my family did it i went downstairs one night around midnight and got this compelling feeling to look out the window by our front door i did and it looked normal i turned to go back upstairs into my room when i heard a man by my ear whisper i'm sorry oh my god oh. okay that too like has i'm sure that's happened to you when you're like doing something and you get like the sudden urge to like look out the window yeah, or like you're like oh i have to do this right now <laughs> um i got so scared i ran to my room and shut the door as fast as i could me locking my door last night i was wearing pretty crinkly shorts that night okay me and for a while i convinced myself that i just heard my shorts moving and my mind turned into words sweetie no, no. but that wouldn't explain how clear and how close to my ear the words were I've also seen shadows, things moving out of the corner of my eye. I once thought I saw my mom go in her room, so I followed her while talking to her. I got into her room and saw a shadow slash movement going into the closet, so I kept following her. When I turned to go to her closet, though, the lights were off, the door was closed, and nobody was there. Oh. <laughs> my grandmother was house-sitting about a week later and told me without telling her my story first that she thought she saw someone going to the office, but when she looked, it was empty. <sighs> oh there's also been similar there's also been smaller things like doors closing by themselves fans turning on by themselves etc now all of this happened my freshman and sophomore year which was the time my stepdad was diagnosed with cancer and actively went through cancer treatment 
The activity started around the time he was diagnosed and I'm a senior now and nothing's really happened since he went into remission. My house is new. My family is the first to live here so it's not like I live in some 100 year old house. My working theory is that the temporary visit was one of my stepdad's parents. I'd say his dad since both the voice and the apparitions were male. He died a hero saving people from a chemical plant fire when my stepdad was five. Aww. Maybe he got worried his son would meet him his untimely death and came to watch over us for a bit until his son wasn't sick anymore. Maybe the I'm sorry I heard was him giving condolences about what we were going through. Nothing ever happened to make me scared of the ghost. I was scared, sure, because stuff was happening I didn't understand, but I never felt like the ghost was out to get me. Yeah, that must be kind of nice, though, to be like, I mean, it's obviously scary to have all that going on, but just to know that, like, they're not going to, like, try and possess your body. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he just, like, moved the doll head to, like... Yeah. Try to just try to get her attention. Yeah. Like, I don't really think it was, like, malicious. Yeah. Aww. Like, I've heard, like, if you do have ghosts, like, that's kind of what they do. They're they're almost, like, mischievous. So, like, they'll move stuff around. Yeah. Or just, like, they literally just, like, fuck with your shit. Yeah. And, like, it's it's not... It's just literally to get your attention. It's not to, like... Yeah. It's not, I don't think it's, like, intended to scare you. Remember when, like, you took that video of, like, the footsteps, like, above you? And we thought it was a ghost. Ew. Do you remember that? Yeah. So this is also just like, like someone didn't write this in, but like my little sister told me this. So basically like she goes to school at the University of Maine, the town that it's in, like Stephen King, like the horror writer That's lives so in. Cool. And like he went to school there and stuff. So like Lauren's like seen him a bunch of times and stuff like just around. And she lives like right down the street from him, like literally around the corner. He has two houses, which is literally iconic. But his main house is like this big dark red house. And it has like this creepy like iron black gate outside. Like you can literally look it up on Google Images. It's like, look, it just looks like where Stephen King would live. It's like literally what you would like imagine. And then he actually owns the house next door as well, which is also like this like huge house. And it is a white house. And Lauren was walking by one night. She likes to walk around the area, you know, just like yeah. de-stressing and stuff. Mm-hmm. And she was walking by and she like was taking a picture of the library house and like of the gate. And there's this picture that she took and there was literally a fucking like ghoul in it. Like you cannot convince me that it was not a ghost. No, I'm going to put it, it on the Instagram. It's not even like it was like a like a flash or like no. there was a lantern or like it was literally a ghost it, it just looks like a quintessential like misty like bluish like ghost. like think of like when they take pictures of quote ghosts in the movies like it, it's not like a it's not like an apparition but it's definitely like it looks like it was moving and she was like but i didn't see anything like with my eyes but with the camera i did and she took a, a picture like a second later and th- like it came out normal Mm-hmm. so that's just like what made it so weird so weird like oh my god you guys just have to go to the instagram yeah, I'll, I'll put post like, it. I don't, like i'm gonna put a link in the description box it'll be up by the time you see this but oh my god yeah mm-hmm. makes me so nervous I know. it's literally a ghost i literally hate that so i have another one real quick scariest thing to ever happen to me happened about a year ago i was home alone in a music box that you have to twist for it to work went off a few times in my parents room which is right next to mine hell no when this happened i got up so quickly to check if i was still alone and i was and i felt the energy instantly change i felt terrible oh my god i felt terrified and cried for it to stop and after playing once more it did that is just such like a horror movie stereotype i don't know just that 
like a music box plays if you guys recently watched like the haunting of bly manor it was like it's like the second season of mm-hmm. haunting of hill house there's a music box in that and it was so scary it the literally music. meant like oh my god the song from that show was literally terrifying horrible still to this date the worst one is like the insidious one. Oh yeah Tip-toe. <laughs> <laughs> i literally like, hate that song anyway next one that i have is i had just graduated high school i was young and fearless and decided to go camping in the woods next to this old plantation first of all that was your first mistake <laughs> it was around 10 or 11 and i had set up my tent and was cooking food on the fire like is he alone anyway i heard leaves crunching off in the darkness while it was coming steadily towards me my heart starts pumping and i shine my headlamp where you're the walking it keeps coming closer and it gets to the point where it should be in my field of view i call out but no answer but the footsteps continue to pick up pace towards me nobody was there but i could see leaves being disturbed and moving around at the point i bolted running most of the mile down the train tracks back to my car and leaving all my stuff in the fire right before i get to the car there's a very ancient fort that has been worn down by people and animals over the time I saw the transparent shape of someone in a big, heavy-looking overcoat and long hair blocking my way, so I beelined it into a field around and finally back to my car. I came back the next day with my brother, and everything was as I left it, and the fire fortunately went out. Never went camping by myself after that. Note, this is across the river from an arsenal in Virginia. Virginia Tech owns the property and uses the fielded parts of the old plantation for agriculture, education, and experiments. Why would you go by yourself? I hate that, like, the fact that, like... Bitch, I don't even want to go to fucking Target by myself. The fact that, like, the leaves (laughs) were moving and stuff, and, like, he saw them, and, like, nothing was there. Oh. So this is another story written in by my boyfriend's little sister, Jess. Hi, Jess. So she was saying that she, like, they're from New Jersey, and she was saying that, like, she was, a couple years ago, she was on the New Jersey boardwalk. Yes, guys, the boardwalk from Jersey Shore. So the one in Seaside Heights. Incredible. And she was just like walking like with her friends and stuff. And like, it was really like creep, like weird. This woman like was almost chasing her. And she like kept looking behind her and like seeing that this woman was like, literally looked like she was like trying to like talk to her. So she was just like, okay, fuck this. So then like the woman eventually caught up to her and was like, Hey you, like, I, hey, you. I have like, I'm with your grandpa. <laughs> like where? And she was like, wait, like what? And she was like, the the woman was like, yeah, like your grandfather that died in front of a school, and like that was so creepy because like, her grandpa actually did die in front of a school. He mm-hmm. was picking up, like her cousin, and he like had a heart attack. And he, like, called his wife and was, like, I'm having a heart attack. And then he he just, like, died, like, on site. And so the fact that, like, this woman literally chased her down and was, like, oh, yeah, like, I'm with your grandpa. Like, he literally died in front of a school. And she was just, like, I, like, like, she was, like, the people I was with, like, knew that my grandpa had died. But, like, I never told them, like, how. Mm -hmm. So the fact that, like, this random woman came up to me and said that was, like, really creepy. (sighs) I hate that. I've always wanted to go to, like, a medium, though. I know. We have a family friend that's a medium, so maybe we can have her on one time. I think oh, my God. That would be, really be so fun. Yeah. Maybe if you guys would be interested, um, let us know. Wait, that would actually be so cool. I'm like, can I write in that I'm interested? Me. All right. And the last story that we have. 
So someone said, I grew up in a haunted house. I would be home alone after school and I would hear stomping footsteps in my parents' room upstairs and my dogs would sit outside of their door when no one was in there. Our living room fan could only be turned on by a remote and we would randomly come downstairs with the ceiling fan light on and the fan off and the next second the light would turn off and the fan would turn on. Oh. oh. My friends would sleep over and wake up with tons of scratches on them even though my dogs never slept in my bed either so it wasn't from them and multiple people who came over and didn't even know our house was haunted would mention them seeing a lady in a dress walk by or enter a room that no one was in. Me and my sister both saw a man we called the hat man, me. He was a very tall black figure silhouette who I saw look into her room, look into my room, and then walk in our bathroom and never came out. I have tons of other stories, but that was the most common stuff. That literally makes me think of the guy with the hat from Haunting of Hill House. Yeah. Real ones know. That is so horrifying. I hate that. Like, apparently men with hats just can't be trusted. <laughs> Ghosts with hats. Ghosts with hats. But I hope that you guys liked this episode and just like the casual midweek scary storytelling. I have just been loving, I mean, clearly from my nightmares, I've just been loving scary stories and all of that lately. Yeah, if you guys are in the mood for more scary stories, we actually did an episode about 10 months ago. I think it was like one of the first episodes we ever did, so scroll way to the bottom of our feed, whether you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or whatever, but it's called The Nightmare Before Christmas. That was so good. We actually shared our own personal stories with like the paranormal and stuff, and we also had some other stories, so it's really interesting if you guys are looking for more creepy content. But thank you guys so much for listening to this shorter episode. Don't forget to shop the merch and uh, support the podcast in the link down below. And we will see you guys on Monday with a guest. Well, two guests. Be sure to check the story for that creepy picture because Uh, it honestly is terrifying. But yeah, we hope you have a very happy Halloween. We hope that you're safe and you're not going out to a fucking party because if you are, please unsubscribe. But yeah, thanks for listening and love you, mean it. Love you, mean it. Bye.